0: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today's episode, feel it to heal it. And now for today's show. There's a place inside of us, deep within us, our being, where stress can reside quietly and go completely undetected unless we put the light of our attention on it. Our minds and our bodies are so completely connected and It can be detrimental to consider one without the other, which is what happens all the time. Um, We're always dividing ourselves out. I think there's a lot more attention nowadays to bring them back together, but just consider it as all one mind, body, it's you, it's who we are. It is our, um, the complete package. Our mind, which is like our thoughts, our emotions, memories, desires, beliefs, sensations, and so forth, our mind is actually alive in our body. But we often talk about it, them as separate, right? Because this is just the way things were, it was there was this piece of you and that piece of you. And the communication actually goes both ways, right? Um, Our thoughts and our emotions affect things like our gut, our heart, our heart rate, our, our back, our pain, and also our posture and our muscle tension affects our feelings and our moods. You've heard me say many times, smile. At the end of your meditation, smile. When you need to shake things up, smile. Believe it or not, the, the, that uh, we have a, a show about the postures and, um, how you can switch things up by changing your physical being just as much as your mind and your thoughts switching up your body. So the communication is going both ways. And with this constant communication and feedback loop going on, we we really need to pay attention and do well to look at all the possible places that stress can be coming from. And I say that because stress is cumulative, and often it is the straw that breaks the camel's back. It's not the big thing that makes people all of a sudden feel so. Broken from stress and anxiety. It can be a small thing because these things just keep building on each other, piling up unless we're clearing them out. They pile up. And we all have stress, but we don't all accumulate it. So we want to see where our stress is coming from and eliminate the stresses that we can. This is our life, right? We want to take care of the things we can and let go of the things that we can't control. So one of the places where some of this stress is coming from that, like I said earlier, may be undetected is our unconscious. And of course we can't see it because it's unconscious. We don't see it. So what, what are we going to do with that, Right. Well, the unconscious does speak to us, so hang in there with me. We often hear about anxiety and anxiety symptoms as being alive and well in someone or in ourselves, but they but there's no conscious stress to speak of. I hear about this a lot. People will say, I but you know, everything is fine. I live this amazing life this actually, I hear this more than you can even imagine. You know, we think it's always the person who's got all the the life challenges and difficulties that is complaining about stress and anxiety, but it's not um, because much of our stress is unconscious and we aren't even aware of that it's there. And so what is this thing that keeps building? And why am I having these reactions, these trips down the wormhole? Why am I having my adrenaline and cortisol blasting off the way that it does? And it's because there are some stressors that maybe you haven't recognized yet. And that's okay. We all have them. It's just that we want to be able, able to become more uh, aware of when our body or our mind is trying to tell us something because there's always clues. So again, we, we often do hear about anxiety and the anxiety symptoms, but there's no conscious stress to speak of. And this may be the case where the bulk of the stress is coming from a lack of emotional competence. And what do we mean by emotional competence? It's just a way of saying how we deal with our emotions. In we heard of emotional intelligence. Well, there's a way of dealing with your emotions that are coming up, and we call that emotional competence. And it's how we deal with our emotions. How do you recognize them? How do you understand them? How do you express your emotions? That's a difficult one for a lot of people. And how do we regulate our emotions? And this leads to the stress that comes from not knowing how to deal with our emotions. It leads to the disruption of our, our uh, mind body. There's the same kind of Disruption of our homeostasis is, it happens in our environmental stressors, just like if we get sick or if we have a, um, a, a difficult time with a relationship or a job stress. It's the same, is, but it's just not, we're not noticing it. So this absence of, of knowing how to deal with our emotions, recognize, understand, express, and regulate them is a stress on us. And we all know that chronic disruption, which is what disruption of our homeostasis is, results in ill health. And it makes us have the symptoms that we hear about all the time. Our body is trying to speak to us and tell us that there's an experience happening. And this experience is stress trying to come out body is showing the effect of the, of the disruption of our regular being, of our ease, right? Of our being able to be easeful and moving through life, calmly letting the body heal. When that is constantly disrupted, we we lose our stability. And that is a stress. These are stressors, just as if you had broken your leg. That's a stressor. So this absence of knowing how to deal with your emotions, it lies underneath, but it is there and it can start disrupting things. And you don't see it because it's not something coming from the outside. It's not in your environment. It's not even something that you're an action that you're doing. It's just something that you haven't had your attention on. And so once you learn how you can recognize, understand, express, and regulate your emotions, it can relieve a lot of that stress. And that's how I come up, had come up with the title, Feel It to Heal It, because if we don't feel these things we don't heal them. We can't ignore them and just push them out of our awareness. We need to actually shine the light of our awareness on these feelings because these feelings are talking to us. Emotional competence is what we need to develop if we are to protect ourselves from the hidden stresses that are created and cause that what I call the out of the blue symptoms and feelings. And um, it's what we need to regain if we are to heal, we need to feel it to heal it. And again, uh, just to get back to that out of the blue symptoms, you know how people will just uh, yourself may notice a well, that came out of the blue. Well, it really didn't. It really, there. the stress was there, but it just wasn't in your awareness. This is where I think we can look at anxiety and panic as a doorway to personal freedom. But it gives us the wake-up call, right? That something's got to give. Something has to change. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So let's take a look at what emotional competence is all about and what we can do so that we can actually be shining the light of our awareness on our emotions and feel it to heal it. And now back to the show. According to Gabor Mate, he's a Canadian physician who specializes in uh, neurology, psychiatry, and psychology, as well as the study and treatment of addiction. He says that emotional competence requires the following. So I thought we could talk about these. Number one, he talks about the capacity to feel our emotions so that we are aware when we are experiencing stress. So for us, that's to feel our emotions, not to distract from them, not to numb them or otherwise bury them from our conscious mind. And this is a challenge at times because we want to distract, we want to numb, and we want to pretend it's not there. And there are times in our lives where that's just what happens and that's just what happens. But If you are aware and you can shine the light of your attention on it to really bring your awareness to it, you can begin the journey of healing it. Another thing that Mate suggests here is that the ability to express our emotions effectively and thereby to assert our needs and to maintain the integrity of our emotional boundaries is important. So For us, that's learning how to express ourselves, right? We need to learn how to express appropriately our anger, the protecting of our personal boundaries. I see a lot of this where boundaries are crossed all the time and people don't know why they're stressed. Well, you, you can't be in that state of being taken advantage of over and over, or to be a boundaryless person and not feel the stress of that. We need to understand that we have boundaries and to be able to assert them and to maintain the integrity of our emotional boundaries, right? As, as he put earlier. And boundaries are, Are like our immune system. This is a good way for everyone to look at it because boundaries, I don't know, they get a weird rap. But boundaries, our emotional boundaries, are like our immune system is to our body. It keeps out what is not healthy or life giving or life enhancing and it lets in what is. And so a healthy immune system enables us to live an amazing life and healthy emotional boundaries will do the same. Gabor Mate also says that the the facility to distinguish between psychological reactions that are pertinent to the present situation and those that represent residue from the past. What we want and what we demand from the world needs to conform to our present needs, not to unconscious, unsatisfied needs from childhood if distinctions between past and present blur, we will perceive loss or the threat of loss where none actually exists. So for us, that's practicing awareness, bringing mindfulness into our lives and being in the present moment, not lost in the past, emotionally lost in the past, or living out past emotions, but being in the present moment, we can begin to see and to know the difference between psychological reactions that are pertinent to the present and those that re- represent residue from the past. And that just takes awareness and practice. It's not foreign, believe me, you can do it, it but it takes time It takes practice and it takes the willingness to shine the light of our attention on it. And finally, he says the awareness of those genuine needs that do require satisfaction rather than the repression for the sake of gaining acceptance or approval of others. So for us, this is learning where we give our power away, right? for the sake of being liked, or approved of, or taken care of. And we may have learned that at a very young age, and we've just carried it around with us as adults. To Actually, we learned it at a young age to survive, uh, or so our young minds thought, right? And so as children, you just carry that, you just do what you need to do. And now as adults, our adult selves reassess and realign with our authentic selves and we can become healthy in mind and body. And so this is again, finding where, what is old stuff, right? This These aren't great mysteries. They can be seen with the light of awareness being actually put on them versus us just distracting, numbing, running away, burying things. And some of the best ways to get going on this is to actually use a journal. I talk about journals for a lot of different things, but this is a great place where you can start to actually let yourself feel it to heal it by using a journal. And a real journal exercise that you can do is ask yourself, in what area of your life are you not saying no? No is about boundaries, right? So is there a no in your life that wants to be said? And you can work on this with, uh, this could be in work or a personal relationship. It could be in your health. It could be anywhere. So try that. In what area of your life are you not saying no? Is there a no in your life that wants to be said? And a book, if you would like to read more on uh, this kind of thing, you could read Gabor Mate's wonderful book, which is entitled, When the Body Says No. And now for today's quote. Time doesn't heal emotional pain. You need to learn to let it go. And that's from Roy Bennett.